Hello friends and welcome to There She Grows, the podcast for empowered women who are ready to grow the life and business of their dreams. I'm your host, Jessica Bledsoe, and I am obsessed with helping women like you master their mindset while manifesting your goals and creating a life and business you are excited to wake up to every day. So grab your favorite beverage and maybe a pen for taking some notes because we are about to get growing. Hello friends and welcome to There She Grows. I just realized yesterday that I am exactly one month away from my 33rd birthday and set a goal for myself to spend the next 30 days really working on myself, working on what I want my 2021 to look like. And I even get confused myself a little time on what it is I actually want, which is why I'm super excited to talk to you today about vision boards. I have been doing vision boards since before I even realized they were vision boards. And a couple of years ago, when I really started my mindset and manifesting journey, I was introduced to the concept of using your vision board as a powerful manifesting tool. And so from that point forward, anytime I've created a vision board, and I typically do one, I would say about like once every three months or so, just to kind of like update. And if there's things that have already manifested, then I'll kind of move them off the board and put new things on. But the one that I make at the beginning of the year is my favorite one because it really lets me kind of run wild with what my goals and aspirations are, the things that I want to manifest, not just in the short term, but in the long term as well. And there are things that continue to show up on my vision board because they haven't manifested yet. Um, but there are things that I love going through and looking at and seeing how they that they did manifest, but also how they manifested, because typically it's in a way that um, we never expect. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have manifested these things. We put them on our vision board and we kind of treat our vision boards as a craft project. So we'll get together, you know, with our friends and, cut out all these magazine clippings and kind of throw everything together on a board, but there's not a whole lot of intention behind it. Sometimes it's just pretty pictures or words that inspire us, but they're not really following the theme of what it is we're actually trying to call into our lives. So we get them home and, you know, best case scenario is that you actually completed the board. How many like half complete vision boards do we have? But typically what happens is we, you know, we'll put it in the back of a closet or we might even throw it away and it just kind of gets forgotten about. And so what I want to talk to you today about is how to create a vision board that actually works. And this is a three-step process. It's a really easy three-step process. But today I want to talk to you about the first two things to do. And then next week I'll be following up on the third thing. But when I realized that, you know, I'm just a month away from my 33rd birthday and my birthday's on January the 6th. And that for me is actually, that's usually like my new year. I know New Year's on January 1st, but I love having that kind of week between New Year's Day and my birthday to really like settle in to what it is that I'm trying to do for the new year. But I actually like to create my vision board before the new year so that like I can really focus on it once we get into the new year. So I created my vision board um, probably not even like two weeks ago, and it was a really fun process. I did it a little differently this year. Typically, I just do like a poster board and tape or glue things on. But this time I got a um, I got a cork board and some push pins. And it's smaller than what I typically do because I 
I realized last year that my board was just too big and I, I still like it to look nice, but I don't want it to be super cluttered because I want to be able to actually focus on each thing that is on my board. And so I just changed things up a little bit. I did some different kind of intention setting and it was actually a lot of fun. I did it by myself. I typically do this with some friends, but you know, COVID. Um, so I did it by myself this year and I actually enjoyed just kind of taking that time for myself. And then um, because I was able to get kind of a nicer looking board, then I felt comfortable hanging it up um, in my bedroom right above my mirror. So I see it every single day, like as I'm getting ready. And then um, at night as well. So I'll walk you through that process here in a moment. But I just want to encourage you to really think of your vision board, not as, like I said, a craft project, but more as something that is going to help you in manifesting. And the first thing that we have to do, and I say this all the time, but the first thing we have to do is we have to get really clear on what it is we're trying to manifest. And I say that because... I think a lot of times we have these broad ideas and for for many people, for most people, probably it's, you know, you want more money, but it's not typically about the money. It's typically about what you would do if you had the money. So try to take it just a step further and get really super specific on what it is you want. And so if the first thing that comes to mind is money, then go ahead and think through, okay, why do I want more money? What would I do if I had more money? And for me, typically what that means is freedom. So in my mind, money equates freedom. And for me, freedom is the ability to do whatever I want, whenever I want, without having to think about, do I have enough money to do this? Or is the money factor going to impact my decision in some way? So I am an Enneagram 7, if anybody is familiar with Enneagrams. And part of that um, just means that like I like spontaneity and I like to change things up. I've talked about before how I get shiny object syndrome and how I have to kind of refocus myself. But part of being a, a seven, I think it, it just makes like life super fun when you can be super spontaneous and when you can kind of jump around from thing to thing. But um, it also requires a lot of, of self-discipline in that area. But what I've what I've noticed for me is that I like the ability to, you know, if if I decide that I want to go on a vacation in a week, I want to be able to go on a vacation in a week or that day. Um, just a, a couple of months ago in August, uh, my husband, Adam and I, we got a text message from my cousin, Jenna, who I'm really close to and her and her husband had gone to Colorado for a few days. And she texted me and was like, when are we going to meet up in Colorado? And I was just like, you know, tell me when. And she was like, well, how about now? <laughs> and so we we couldn't get plane tickets that quickly because the, the next flight out wasn't actually until the day that they were leaving. So we just jumped in our car and we drove 17 hours to Colorado so we could see them. We'd actually never been to Colorado before. We spent several days there um, and it was amazing. But I just love the ability of being able to have the freedom to do something like that and not have to think about if I have the money to do it or, you know, having to take days off work. Like if you are, you know, working in a job where you have vacation days and they're very limited and you really have to strategically plan your vacations around that, that to me is, is, is like the worst thing that could happen because that's limiting my ability to be spontaneous. So just going back to if, if money is that first thing that comes to mind, what is it that you would do with that money? So if, if for me, if money equals freedom and freedom equals the ability to do whatever I want, whenever I want, without 
having to think about money, then I can get really specific and say, okay, that a, a lot of times that equates to travel. So where do I, where do I want to go? Like, what are the things that I want to see? Where are the places that I want to visit? Um, I also want to be able to purchase multiple homes. I want to have a home here in my, um, in the city that I live in now, but then I also want to be able to have a lake house and the town that I grew up in. And so there's, you know, those are all things that I need money for, but it's not about, it's not about the money. It's about what I'm going to do with that money. So I want you to really create some intention around getting super specific on what it is that you want. And I had a um, free download on my site, my website that would help you get really specific about creating the ultimate vision for the life and the business of your dreams. It's not the main thing on my website anymore. It's actually, I actually now have the the vision board guide in its place, but it is still available on my website if you look for it. Um, so if you need some help, this guide has just some questions that will kind of guide you through creating that vision for yourself and getting clear. Because if you're not super clear on what it is that you want, then you're going to spend a lot of time. You're going to waste a lot of time trying to manifest things that, um, that are inconsistent because you're not consistently showing up and trying to manifest the same thing. And so this is actually why I do my vision board. Um, like I said, I'll do it. I do the big one at the beginning of the year. And that one is a physical board, meaning that it's an actual board where I, you know, I, I take photos and like I'll cut up magazines. I save, I don't, I don't even know how I got these magazine subscriptions y'all, but I have like a magazine subscription to like um, three or four different magazines and I never signed up for them. I literally have no idea, but I've been getting them for a couple of years now. And so I'll just save all those up for the year. And um, and then I'll find some things like online that I'll print out. I'll have photos that I'll want to put on there. But it's a physical, tangible board that I can actually hang up in my house. But then the other boards that I create are digital vision boards. So I'll create like smaller vision boards that are kind of like, okay, this is what I'm focused on right now. And I'll set that as the screensaver on my phone and I'll have it um, like on my computer, just in the places where I know that I'm going to see it regularly. And that's the one that I update on a more regular basis. So I pull things off of that physical board, create like a digital representation of it, put it on there. I use Canva for that. It's super simple. They've got all these different like collages already. So you kind of just drag and drop your own photos over there and then you can save it to whatever wallpaper size your phone is, um, but I love doing that. But I do that on a regular basis because I, I still kind of lose my own clarity on what it is I'm trying to manifest. So by creating vision boards throughout the year and updating them, then that helps me continue to stay like really clear on my goals. And as you continue to up level and as you continue to actually manifest the things that you're setting out to manifest, it actually gets a little bit harder just because you're constantly having to think about what is the next version of yourself but it's also important to take time to just be to just be where you're at and to be happy with where you're at and, and take a moment to, you know, you don't always want to be striving for that next level. And that's something that I struggle with. I'm someone who like I like to make a to do list and I like to go through that to do list and I like to check it off and then move on to the next thing. But unfortunately, that means that I don't always take time to like recognize those accomplishments. So I'll finish something, I'll consider it marked off my to-do list, and then I'll just move on to the next thing. So I'm trying to be really intentional with giving myself time to acknowledge how far I've come or where I'm at, or even if I feel like I'm stalled, like thinking about how far it is that I've come and that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and that I need to give myself time 
my husband reminds me I need to be patient all the time. And uh, patience is, is not a virtue of mine. I really am having to be intentional about being patient and I'm not a patient person. So that is really difficult for me. But um, I really want to encourage you to make sure that you're giving yourself time to celebrate your wins, to celebrate when something on your vision board or just in your mind manifests and know that you are like actually putting in the work to make that happen. These things are not coincidental. You are putting intention behind them and they're worth being celebrated. So once you feel like you are really clear on what your goals are and you you're being really specific on what you're trying to manifest. I want you to take some time to kind of set the intention around that. So don't just don't just have the idea in your mind, but take some time to get it down on paper. And I like to use um, a journal for that. I've, I've told you guys several times that I journal regularly and I think a journal is a really great place to write those goals. But I don't want you to feel like you're you're limited either. I want you to be specific, but I want you to know that you like you can literally have, do, or be anything you want. So don't not put something on your vision board just because you feel like it's never going to happen. If you feel like this is something that you are in alignment with and something that you really, truly, and genuinely want, then put it on there. Like I said, there are things that are on my board that have been on my board for several years and might continue to be on my board for several more years, but there's still things that I feel like I'm in alignment with that I know I ultimately want. And I certainly don't feel like a failure just because they haven't manifested yet. I know that, you know, and a, a lot of times it's that our mindset isn't exactly where it needs to be, or we've not worked through all the different limiting beliefs and things that need to happen before it feels safe for the universe to give us those things. So write all those things down, sit down, journal through it. Once you have that clear picture in your mind, get it on paper, get it, you know, type it into a Google doc, whatever you feel more connected with. I feel way more connected through my handwriting than through typing that I know for some people you might be more comfortable with typing, whatever it is you have to do, just get it into a place where you can set that intention behind it while you're writing it or typing it. But most importantly, so you have something to refer back to so that you know that when you set this intention, this is what the intention was that you were setting. And we're gonna create a visual representation of that through our vision board. But sometimes there might be things that you can't fit on your vision board, or maybe you can't find the perfect image or whatever it might be. So just make sure that you get it down on paper so that you know exactly what it is that you are going to try to call into your life through the vision board creation process. I think it's also a good idea to not just think about one aspect of our lives, but think about, you know, your health and fitness goals, your career goals, your finance goals, families and, you know, relationship goals, what kind of personal development and spirituality. So take some time to really focus in on each of those areas of your life. This doesn't have to be a quick process. It took me, it took me actually like three days to do my entire vision board process because I was really struggling with with getting clear on what it is that I want um, because I have that shiny object syndrome. Sometimes I'll think that I want something that I don't actually want once I think about it. So it takes me a long time to get really clear on what I want. And I have to kind of course correct all the time because what I like what I think I want versus what I actually want can sometimes be two different things. And that's, you know, sometimes just a result of society having an impact on on telling us what we think we should want. And then when you think about it, you're like, wait, what? No, I don't, I don't actually want that. People are just telling me that I should want that. So that's why it's just important to give yourself time to reflect on it. 
So once you've gotten the vision in your mind, you've written it down on paper, then before you actually start creating, what I'd really love for you to do is to take some time to meditate on it or to visualize it. Just create a space where you can sit with feeling the feelings of actually having those desires. So once we've got it down on paper, we've got that vision in our mind, I want you to create a space. And if, if you meditate, it's a great time to be able to meditate on it. If you don't like meditating, that's okay. Just create a quiet space for yourself. You know, light a candle or some essential oils or whatever it is that just makes you happy. Uh, do it in, you know, in the bath if that's your happy place. If you like to take a bath and kind of relax, that's a great place to do it. Just create some space where you can really think about what it is that you're trying to manifest, what those goals are, and then feel what it would feel like if you actually manifested those desires. So if we go back to the kind of different areas of your life that you want to improve, I recommend picking like three areas and I named five. So again, those were health and fitness, career, finance, family and relationships, and then personal development slash spirituality. So those are five different categories. Pick at least three of those areas that you want to improve and get really specific on what that is. And then create the space where you can really start to feel in, okay, if if it's the freedom that you're after once you, you know, the first thought is money and then it's freedom and then it's, you know, whatever, whatever freedom means to you, then think about what does it mean to actually have complete freedom? So if you can feel, if you can find a moment in history of your life where you felt completely free and like that's the feeling that you want to recreate all the time, tap into that feeling, close your eyes, think about that memory, feel how it was that you feel the feelings that you have felt when it was happening because the feeling into it is going to be the most powerful form of manifesting that we can have. And so I always, when I was, when I was, you know, in the process of manifesting more freedom specifically, there was this time when um, Adam and I went on vacation and we were in South Carolina and we rented some jet skis for the day. And I hadn't been on a jet ski since I was like a kid and, you know, just like sitting behind somebody else who was driving. And I did not realize how fun a jet ski was. So we rented these jet skis for the day. We went out into the ocean we had like a couple of hours, so we each had our own jet ski. So I'm basically out there by myself, and um, I'm just like going full throttle, which was like 55 miles an hour, which is super fast when you're on water. I don't think I actually went that fast. Like, it was too fast. But anyway, it was just this moment of just like pure, like, freedom and elation. And there was this moment where I was like surrounded by a pod of dolphins and a manta ray like jumped up out of the water. And that was just like a moment where I just felt pure and complete freedom and happiness. And like, this is the feeling that I want to have all the time. So when I'm trying to tap into those feelings, that's the moment that I'll visualize in my mind. And I can put myself right back there in that moment on the jet ski. And I can feel all of those feelings because I've felt them before. So what we're really trying to do is find a moment where you felt those feelings or something similar before. Recall that memory try to feel what you are feeling at that moment while you're visualizing what it is you're trying to manifest, connect those dots. And that's going to supercharge what it is you're trying to manifest. So 
create that space, create some time to go through and think about those different areas of your life that you want to improve, what area within that area it is you're trying to improve. Find some historical data inside yourself where you've had those feelings before and really tap into them. And it might feel silly if you are, you know, you're sitting in a quiet room by yourself or you're, you know, in the bathtub or whatever it is and you're trying to recreate those feelings. Because for me, I mean, I was basically like squealing. I was so happy on these jet skis. But if that's what it takes for you to feel it, like wouldn't you, if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that you could manifest every single thing on your vision board, would you not do anything it took to be able to do that? Even if it meant you had to feel like stupid for a few minutes by the way you're in a room by yourself like nobody's even gonna know so just do it if that's what you have to do and the more you do it the easier it gets I promise there's been several instances where my husband has walked in on me visualizing and probably thinks that I've lost my mind but um that's okay like I know I know what I'm ultimately doing I know that I am supercharging my manifestations and I'm totally willing to do that if it means that I'm going to be able to manifest those things faster so once we've gotten clear, we've given ourselves some time and some space to actually visualize what it is we're trying to manifest. And we are, you know, super excited. We're, we're in those feelings now. Then that's the moment when you want to actually create your vision board. So it's totally up to you if you want to do a physical board or if you want to do a digital board or if you want to be like me and do like a hybrid of both of them. I am just a really big fan of having at least one physical board because I think the act of just going through and cutting out things and gluing them on the board like that takes a minute versus, you know, if you're just finding photos online and dragging them and dropping them into Canva, that's not as personal of a process. But whatever you have to do to actually get it done, like if you're not somebody who has a couple of hours to dedicate to like flipping through magazines, finding what it is you want, cutting it out gluing it on, like I get it. So whatever it is, whatever it's gonna take for you to just actually get it done, choose that version of it. But while you're going through it, make sure that you're finding, you're finding images or representations of the things that actually align with those goals that you've set. Don't just, you know, pick something because it's pretty or it's a word that you like. Make sure that you're actually, you know, putting it on there with intention, that it's aligning with exactly what you want. Don't be afraid of just writing something by hand and putting it on there. If it's not, a, if you can't find an exact um, representation in a magazine or whatever it is, like it doesn't have to be perfect. It only has to make sense to you because you're going to be using it on a continuous basis. Nobody else has to know what anything means. You don't have to share it with anyone. It just has to make sense to you. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't even have to be beautiful. It just has to work. But while you're going through and you're creating your vision board, that's a, a perfect time to make sure that you're, what you're putting on your board aligns with what goals that you set. And so making sure that you're putting only things on there that you actually want to manifest. Because again, if we create just a collage of things that don't make any sense, then we're, we're back in that state of confusion. And then all that work that we just did to get super clear on our goals is, you know, is undone because we've not taken it the next step to create and find things that actually represent the things that we are trying to manifest. So put everything together. And I, again, I, I went with a smaller board this time. I think it was like an 11 by 13 cork board. Um, I've done the huge poster boards in the past. It, it's totally, it's totally up to you, but create something that feels manageable, create something that you feel like you'll want to hang up in a space where you're going to see it every day, create something that just feels 
good to you. And it's okay to come back to it. This isn't something that has to be, you know, 100% completed. I actually am a big fan of leaving yourself some room to add things. I think that's why I ended up transitioning into the digital boards is because with the physical boards, I wasn't leaving myself enough room. There wasn't really a way for me to like take things off once it was done. So that's why I like doing those digital boards in addition to the physical board is so that we can kind of create a different space for things and be more intentional with, um, you know, a little bit of a shorter timeline. I like to think of the physical board as a, um, like in my entire life, these are the things that I want to manifest. You know, like these are these are my life goals versus my digital board is much smaller. And it's like, OK, these are my quarterly goals. Like these are the things that I really want to happen this quarter um, versus the thing on my physical board. Like these are the things that I want to happen in my entire lifetime. So there's no right or wrong way Um to do it if you're doing that pre-work, if you're setting your intentions, if you're getting really clear on your goal, if you're making sure with that the images that go on your board align with those things, there's really no wrong way to do it past that point. So just whatever feels comfortable to you. If you are someone who you need it to be visually appealing, go to you know Hobby Lobby or the craft store or whatever, find some pretty stickers, find a nice frame, Find whatever it is you're going to need to want to hang this up in your house because next week what we're going to get into is what to do with your vision board once you've created it, how to consistently use your vision board as the manifesting tool that it is. So I want you just right now this week to get to a point where you are really clear on what it is you're trying to manifest, where you have decided if you're going to do a physical or a digital board or if you're going to do both, that's okay, but just pick one to focus on right now. And then start compiling some of those things. And if you can, go ahead and put your vision board as together as you can. Because next week, what we want to talk about is what to do once the vision board is actually created. What are the steps after the process? How do we make sure that we are actually using it as a tool and not just a craft project? And you can find all of the information that I've talked about today and all the information that I'm actually going to talk about next week is in a guide that I put together for you. It is how to create a vision board that actually works. It's a free download. It's a four page guide that you can find on my website or linked up in the show notes. So if you need some help referring back to the information that was in this podcast, or if you want to skip ahead and hear a little bit more about what I'm going to be talking about next week, go ahead and download the guide. Like I said, it's on my website, justbloodso.com or linked up here in the show notes. And if you get started on your vision boards, I would love it if you would tag me on Instagram. If you share anything, it's at Just Bledsoe. I um, posted in my stories when I was doing mine. You can find that in my story highlights too if you want to if you want to see what mine turned out to be. And um, I will talk to you guys next week. I hope that everything is going as smoothly as possible on your end. We are just a couple of weeks away from the end of the year and we are almost there, but I think now is a perfect time right before the holidays. Spend some time thinking about what you want your new year to look like. Get in tune with what you want to be on your vision board and we will talk next week about what to do once the vision board is complete. I will talk to you then. If you think a vision board is just a fun craft project and a way to use up all those magazines that you've collected over the year, you're right, but you're also wrong. (laughs) 
A vision board is so much more than just a fun craft project. It is a really powerful manifesting tool. And if you just put a little bit of intention towards that vision board, I promise you that you are going to get results like you have never seen before. I have a really simple three-step process of what to do before, during, and after you create your vision board that will make sure that you're creating a vision board that actually works. Be sure to get your hands on that free guide. You can get it right now at my website, justbledsoe.com, or it's linked up over in the show notes. This is one guide that you do not want to miss because I know that you are going to create a vision board. We all do. So make sure that you get the guide that's going to make sure that you're actually manifesting the things that you're putting on that board. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you guys next week.